Well, <laughs> happy Monday, boys and girls. It's here. Again, I'm I don't know what to say. It's been it's been a week. Yep. Dr. Larson, anything to add? Uh, you know, if you'd like to help, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> I updated the title for you just a few seconds ago. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> I thought that the, the closed captioning was having trouble catching up or something uh, Ben is going to put her in touch with the Nigerian prince that keeps contacting him about his millions thank you I feel like that would be the best for for really everybody you know? it even started I have... barely started <laughs> Mondays are the best oh man next thing you know people asking for money are just going to come set up a new church a block away crazy crazy things are happening here but you know what god is faithful tim which is why yesterday was sunday and this is the morning after welcome to the morning after ministry show a caffeine feud look back on the week and ministry that was things but you don't know all things I, dr larson i know some things i don't know everything look you know? we're we're so glad that you're here we i mean look this is what we do mondays dr larson and i get together we talk the I mean, week in ministry that we, was we do we we have a caffeine fueled look back on the week in ministry that was and i'm lamenting the fact that i chugged my caffeine this morning it was in a little like yeah, i noticed ounce. there's there's no mug i of course have my water my, my wife got me do. these cans of like starbucks macchiato and they're delicious yeah those are good drink them in about four sips those are good but it's a jolt of caffeine and i had one in the car this morning and so because of that i was like i don't need my, myself coffee but now i don't know what to do with my hands i don't have any uh, coffee ken leslie is in need of some food maybe possibly a, maybe a, a big mac a little early for a big mac ken it's never too early for a big mac but the breakfast i mean the breakfast menus close at 10 30 around How here has there never been a breakfast big mac at mcdonald's can like, are, you, are you getting this? No, like think, breakfast Big Mac. Think about it. Like you have McGriddle. Yeah, I've, I've sausage, had many. Sausage McGriddle. I've had so many McGriddles. But I, like you can make a Big Mac out of them. That would be a that would be an excellent thing. I, I would absolutely try it. Tim, congratulations on your Jags. Another victory in London, and yet another Sunday where I have to look over my son's shoulder because he's live streaming the game during church. Well. Can we not have the 9.30 start time? My first oh, service see, you, starts at 9.30. And you weren't preaching. And so I wasn't preaching. you actually got to look over your son's shoulder. I was going to make did. it. I was going to make a joke about, well, when the preaching isn't that captivating, he has to watch a football game. But you weren't the one preaching. I so. was not the one preaching. Look, I, I checked the score one time last week. It was after the sermon. Everybody was praying. I had my phone up there. Just a quick, just a quick glance. Mm -hmm, Someone mm -hmm. caught the live stream and said, did you just check the score of the game while everyone else was praying? <laughs> Uh, Just a quick glance. Jim, COVID did a lot of things to this country that will take us decades to recover from. The economy, the housing Wait, market. They they sold McGriddles all day? Yeah, there was all-day breakfast for about a year and a half, and then what? McDonald's used COVID as an excuse to stop doing all-day breakfast. For for at least six months, I never ordered fries at McDonald's because I could just get a hash brown whenever I wanted. You were, I, mean, I you love were a McDonald's hash brown. So yeah, much fewer calories. I don't know about that. No, but they were delicious. And now they're gone. Which, by the way, is the last ever sync single was called Gone mm. before uh, this one, before the, the new one for the Trolls movie. That's not true. Maybe uh, 
girlfriend? I don't know. But it was a great song. Do you think there will be some sort of reunion in the not-too-distant future? I mean, they, they have re- like reunited. A, like like get-together, buy-a-ticket-for-a-show reunion. I mean, they'd be stupid not to. I'm just saying, Timberlake had trouble selling out the, was it the 40-40-2020, whatever that tour was, in arenas. And NSYNC would not. And NSYNC would sell out stadiums. Yes. Now, they wouldn't do Eras Tour. They wouldn't do three shows per weekend in every city. There's only one T-Swift. But they would do, they they could sell out stadiums or at least, you know, sell 40,000 seats a couple times a month. And they should. Andrew, I had a, I had a make, good, good money. I had a good victory Sunday with my Jags, but I just I need to lament <laughs> just a bit because this past week it, it was it was rough. It was not happy sports town for USA. all of you for all of you sports watchers, especially in the Tampa Bay area. It was I don't a want to talk about it. Okay, it was a rough week. That's all I'm going to say. It was bad. Not I, what we were expecting. It was bad. Not what we were hoping for. It's what we've experienced before, but not the feeling is the same. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, it's not good. Several years in a row. And Tim, you are a uh, proud alumnus of the University of South Florida, and uh, you had to go against the Fighting Trent Dilfers on uh, mm. Saturday afternoon, mm. early evening. Rough one, and that was yeah. not good. I needed Sunday, and my I, my sports life needed Sunday. I didn't have a Buccaneers game to watch, but my my Liberty Flames won a last second. Uh, Fourth down stand in the end zone, which was exciting. But I don't think they covered the spread. They didn't they? cover the spread, hurt, but it was. I, I did pick them. It was also uh, on the CBS Sports Network, and I called Buffalo Wild Wings and three or four other places, and no one had the game. So I was watching, and I, I, I re-upped <laughs> my Paramount Plus subscription to try to get CBS Plus. Nope, doesn't come with it. I would have had to change my cable package to watch that one game, and so instead I, I, I watched the little football move on my phone like this, and it was very frustrating. My, my parents have the top-tier Hulu live TV package, mm. which gets all the obscure mm. college sports games there you go. and football games. Jeff, I've been... I don't know. Jeff says, would it have been better to not even make it to the playoffs, talking about the Tampa Bay Rays, I mean, than to go out how we did? I don't know. As a team, we made so much money for those two games of 70% capacity. Ouch. <sighs> Ouch. Tim, I don't... We don't have to talk about it. We 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 can't. It's I've I've got a story. I you, you you've know, got a story. I've got a lot of ministry to talk about from the weekend and Tim, some some great things that happened. Let's get into you it. You know nothing about this. I Melissa asked me multiple times yesterday if I told you like nope. I'm gonna tell him live. No, I walked live in live on the air, and you said, "Boy, do I have a story for you." And I said, "Go ahead." And you said, "It will have to wait until we're on the air." So Tim, here we are. We, uh, last Saturday, we had a new members class. Yeah, we, new members we talked breakfast. about, and so we were welcoming new members this morning. Or yesterday morning, I probably should have done a better job contacting them throughout the week because we said at the class, "Here's what we're doing," and then Saturday I sent them an email, and then half of them were like, "Oh, I didn't. I don't actually check my email that often," so that was an issue that that's on Whoops. me. So it works out well. We're going to actually be able to welcome new members several times from that one new members class. It's okay. And uh, Tim, you also need to know that for the past close to a year and a half, almost two years, mm-hmm. we have had a gentleman from. Um, who lives close by, who's been worshiping with us. He He's he's exactly my age. His birthday was like a week before mine, so he's 40. And uh, he lives in an assisted care living facility here in Safety Harbor where the vast majority of the residents are adults with intellectual disabilities. Okay. And so he, for a while, depending on like who owns the place, had like free range to ride his bike. And then 
they like wouldn't let him leave. And so then it was hmm. like, hey, we, we, we love this guy. We want him to come be a part of our church. And so a couple of different men in our church pick him up on Sunday mornings, so like, like sign him out, That's sign cool. him back in kind that of thing. That is very cool. And he loves to serve. He like sets up chairs outside. Whenever he gets here, he goes and gets the blower and blows off the sidewalks and love everything. He, it's it's really cool. The church loves him. And so yesterday it was Sunday. And and this is the morning after. And so yesterday he got picked up and one of his buddies that lives with him was like, Speaking Hey of buddies. Ronald. Ronald. What's up, bud? So, so one, of his buddies. one of his friends who yep. also lives at this assisted care living facility for for adults with intellectual disabilities mm-hmm. is like, Hey, I want to go to church today. Yeah. And so the guy who was picking them up or who's picking he, he's the got a whole church is like absolutely yep come come one come all and so i our worship leaders are out of town and between me and them that you know we're kind of the tech crew yeah. so i was doing all the tech stuff to get ready for yesterday morning mm. and there is a large adult male who i don't know like getting coffee and making awkward small talk because again yep. intellectual disability and so then i put the pieces together and he and i have this Awesome talk about Star Wars because he was wearing a Darth Vader T-shirt. Love it, and it was just a really cool moment. And typically, whoever picks the one guy up will sit with him, um, just you know, to make sure he's not wandering off or, sure. or anything. And but it was a nice day, Tim. It was a beautiful morning here in Safety Harbor. It was a great the, day. We have an outdoor seating option, mm-hmm. and he decided, hey, do you know what? Yes, we have these two guys who I picked up and signed out of their home. I'm going to sit outside and leave them to be in the worship center. So we go to oh boy, the part of our service where we're welcoming new members. <clears throat> yes. And this gentleman who I met for the very first time about 15 minutes before service mm-hmm. just comes on up. And so I had, you know, we had arranged like past the mic and I'm like no. trying to send the hand signals to Shirley. I'm hoping she can read my mind. No, 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 no so, you know, we, we go through the things. Uh, Laura Haft says, uh, Alice and I watched this unfold on live stream oh, from the nursery. Oh, no. <laughs> Laura, so, we, we needed you in the room in this moment. And so Shirley's looking at me like, oh, no. Oh, I, Shirley was out of town for the new members class. Oh, no. And so she was like, oh, this must be someone who's she been did, attending online or she something. Didn't, she didn't she, and so I'm like, we're, we are not passing the microphone. You know, we, we are not introducing people in this way. And so, uh, you know, we... We ask the questions that you do of new yeah. members. You know, have you accepted Christ as Lord? Have you uh, been obedient following sure. him through baptism? You know, all, all those kinds of things. And sure enough, he emphatically affirmed what we ask our new members to affirm. Wow. And so, um, oh boy, you know, we have a little gift that we hand out. So, and Shirley and I didn't touch base about it until this morning. I was telling our admin, oh my God. And Shirley's. Oh, it, it, we laughed very hard. So we welcomed a new member. I don't know his last name. Um, Andrew, that could have been so much worse. It could have. Uh, like so that you just need to be thankful that that did not go south fast. Melissa, who has been our children's person, that is scary for five plus years. Does you know? She, there's a lot of people that she doesn't know because she's been back with the kids, and so she was sitting up there and she saw my face and she was like, "And he's he's a he's a big dude. Yeah. I mean, we're talking probably three bills." Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Melissa was like, is that guy coming to like beat Andrew up or something? And uh, Laura, I think you're right. He probably heard new and thought, yeah, yeah I'm new here. Like, he, I'm going to go to the front. He, I'm going to introduce myself as yeah. a new attender it here was, of Safety Harbor Community Church. It was like we had another visitor who was like, oh, this is awkward. OK, I'm like, oh, is no, this what I'm supposed yeah, to do? No. Uh, <laughs> and so it was. <laughs> but again, you don't I don't want to embarrass anybody ever. No, but, no. Uh, my my wife works with children with intellectual disabilities. This is something that we're very passionate about in our house. Like this is, and so like, how do we keep dignity and cover? But in my mind, I was like, oh my word, oh my word, oh my word. Uh, I think, it was. I think you handled it well. It was awkward. I felt I felt bad for the new you, members. You did not pass the, the mic. Yeah, that you so know, was like, hey, you're gonna introduce yourself. Never mind. No, you're not. No, you're not. And uh, and it was great. So, so did he stand there the entire time? Yeah, he stood there the whole time. Oh. He affirmed the things that we asked our new members to affirm. And uh, he got a little cross. You know, the cross that we have on our uh, stage, the person who made that one made a bunch of, somewhere in here I might have one, of like, you know, little crosses yeah. that we we give to new members as a welcome to kind of connect them to the church. And uh, he, he's got a beautiful one of them. I feel bad for his buddy who was like the reason he came to church because he's like, what the heck? I've been going to church here for like I'm a year. A, why am I not considered a member? Why have I never been asked to come to the new members? Jeff class? says new standard: make all new people come to the stage and say a few words. If you're new here, come on up, introduce yourself. I where'd you come from? Visited, One fun fact about yourself: we want you to take some M and M's. Be careful with how many you take. <laughs> Only we're using communion wafers instead of M and M's. He, uh, I, 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 but I do feel bad because. There's also a bit of a language barrier with the other guys, so I, you know, maybe we just need to make membership available to them. You know, it's uh, it was it was a real thing. It was real awkward for me, and I also I I wonder for how many people were like, oh man, this is you know, I wonder how many people actually knew what was going on. But also, <laughs> I get at some point, I'm surprised that the, the guy that signed him out didn't like come in from outside and be like hey bud come over here like he was watching yeah he was watching he just kind of let it all unfold 65 inch tv outside in the beautiful might, 68 degree might want to have a convo with him just fall just to check fall in morning air. he might not have been it paying was, attention ronald says small southern baptist vibe right there boys there we go oh boy and we had uh, a, we are a covenant church but you know we'll take it we had a we had a couple of fun moments in second service yesterday I'm a couple of a couple of distracting moments and i know we've talked distractions during church before and, and we we deal with these things from from crying babies to people just walking around aimlessly to apparently new people approaching the stage to get welcomed as a new member but for us it was a little different as you know our building is surrounded by glass you're, so you can see everything you're surrounded by glass i'm sitting towards the front with my you're, wife and kids during second service you're not preaching I'm but not you're preaching. also like doing the mc Clap your hands. No, yeah. you're, you're doing the. the I, I did intro the 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 past the the guest pastor, and then I also did the benediction. But I look over to my right and I see. Um, so in between, I'm uh, sitting on the right hand side. Yeah. So, but kind of over by the student building. Yep. Yep. I look over to my right because I I just see a figure starting to walk by me, and I see a lady pushing a stroller. I I knew immediately there was not a, a baby in that stroller. That was very clearly a dog stroller. Mm-hmm. And she starts to walk by me outside, and she's getting ready to make a left-hand turn to go directly behind the worship center, mm -hmm. which would have been visible to then everyone. Everybody. Yeah. I I don't know if she realized that church was happening. I, I didn't know this lady. You know, the cars in the parking lot might have been a clue. Thankfully, I, I then caught someone from our safety team sprinting down the sidewalk to intercept. Tackle her. 
just to just to have just, a quick tackle her. But as that was happening, I caught someone standing over my shoulder a few rows back, and I don't know why they were standing. If if you were at Lakeview Church yesterday and you were standing midway through the sermon for a few minutes, sometimes your back just hurts. You got to do that thing where you like put your. I I was just curious, like, is everything back? okay? Like they were just, and then they stood for two three minutes. And they sat down and they stood up again. It wasn't a wasn't a, an elderly person. Again, I, sometimes you just need to stretch your back out. But midway through the sermon, multiple times. I don't know. I don't. Maybe that was. But I also I also a say this friend I think of theirs I'm, that was getting tackled by your safety be. team. It could be. I think I'm. I just my my. My spidey senses are high when it comes to distractions in service, so I'm always on the lookout for like. Oh, and your I perspective hope. changes when you're sitting, yeah, in yeah the front row instead of standing up on. Like if, the, like if I, it's, I find that if you actually sit on the stage, it's a lot easier. Just get a stool. Just put a maybe like a, a a bar height table. Is it weird that when I'm preaching, I'm less distracted? Like I can pretty much just go through anything, but when I'm sitting out there listening, I'm almost more distracted by every little thing that's happening around me. Jeff said. They probably came from a Catholic background, up, down, up, down, <laughs> left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. No, that's sometimes that's contra. No, the Bible was not being read at that moment. I, I, I don't know. Sometimes you're just led by the Spirit, Tim. Ben says we have a, a Spanish service, and when they have a new, we have new visitors, they have them stand and recognize them from the platform. It would be super uncomfy for me. Is this a cultural thing? Uh, that's a, that's possibly. A good I will never forget. When my family moved here in 1991, we were like visiting all the churches that the different faculty members of Clearwater Christian College went to because naturally that would be the fit for my family since that's why we moved here. And there was one church where they had us all stand and they had had a song that they sang every week uh, mm. specific to that church. It's a uh, mm. Hillsdale Baptist Church. It used to be on Hillsborough and Dale Mabry, hence the name Hillsdale. And the, the song, I was in third grade and I still remember it. Like it was yesterday. Welcome to Hillsdale, a church that mm -hmm. is. That's all I. But, but it sounded good. It was catchy. Yeah, it's uh, it. That, that's that's an earworm. It's been an earwig. Thirty-two years, and I still remember that being like the most awkward experience <laughs> of my life. Like, ooh, this is weird. I don't like it, but I feel like I got candy in Sunday school that week. So. Probably worth it. So probably worth it. So how do you typically handle distractions, whether you're on stage or not? Like what, for example, let's say you got baby talking. Like we've all been there, right? I love it. You got to You got to love the baby you know, talks. Not just baby talking, baby farting. Oh, that's a good know, one. We're, we're not a huge room. So that's if a good one. If there is a baby that is, you know, there's that grunt yep. that we all know that it's coming. And then you, you know when it's coming. It, it's what, what if you have the baby talk cry, but it's. All service and it's multiple weeks in a row. Are you good with that? Yeah, I would much rather have a baby distracting people than not have a baby. Yeah, yeah. I think, so. I, think I think babies making noise in church. Now, something that is m maybe uh, uniqueer to us as Floridians, we also get the, uh, the the people that think that they're whispering. Oh, we but get that. They're whispering like this. That's not a whisper because. You know, that is in, in their not mind, it's a whisper. We get we whisper. get that a lot. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Ronald says youth ministry. Ronald laugh, <laughs> recognize the awkward real fast. Move on. Big church, plow forward. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think everybody realizes it. Realizes it. I think there are times that you acknowledge what's going on to kind of lessen the tension. 
Yeah. Because if you have, if you're like having to raise your voice or whatever to be heard over it, then, but, you know, a, hey. So do you handle, what do you, what we, do you do about if there, let's say there's a distraction, but it, it's, it's all of a sudden the norm. Like, is that okay? I guess it's not okay. I don't know. I'm but, just, I'm just curious. Like, how do you, how do you tackle that? How do you talk through you, that? I was going to say, notice you say tackle kind of like the dog stroller lady. Got tackled by your that would have been awesome by your personal security guard. Um, no, he was in the room next to me. That's so funny that you have a body man. Every and it wasn't just like it's any time I'm on campus. Like on during the missions weekend, he he doubled me too. Who who is your security person? How do I not know this? You don't know Don Liebenau? I don't think so. You should know Don. He's been at Lakeview a long time. Well, I mean, I'm glad he was there to keep you safe from the dog stroller. You you never know what can happen if a dog stroller is upon you, Tim. Jim's wondering, what does Ronald after Dark Edition have to say? <laughs> Nothing kind, that is for sure. Ronald after Dark is very serious, very solemn. And, uh, yeah. My favorite youth ministry distraction is usually the uh, the awkward door slam. That yeah. just, it, and students don't care. It, no. it doesn't matter where you're at in, in the message, in the worship. It, it doesn't matter. Like, they're going to walk out to go to the bathroom, and they're going to slam that I door. I feel like whenever we were doing something at Lakeview together, and ever, whenever I was not on stage, I was always up against a door to keep it from slamming because— yeah. Luckily, those, we those, fixed all those. I would say those crash bars would—they uh, were— you're not gonna believe it. we fixed them like a month ago. Like it's been that long. <laughs> they were loud. What? And that was the worship center at one point, right? Yeah. <laughs> Those are loud doors. Those are loud doors. See, we we have people that come in. I think as the, the church has grown, more and more people have started to come in the the back door, where, you know, which should be like the traditional entry to a church. That's where you should walk in. But when I walk, when I get it, that's where I would want to walk in. But because of the way that the parking lot is laid out, the vast majority of people use doors that are. In front of the front row, and so for the first two songs, y'all yeah, be making announcements. And some oh, people, people are walk- still walking. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> There's people that walk in every week that way. So, you know, it's uh, <laughs> I get that joke, Ron. That's funny. Um, <laughs> and so there are people that just walk in, and hey, you just you just go with it. Now wow. during the wow. sermon, it's a little bit different. People usually are better about sneaking out to the. To the back door if they're coming in at that point. But. That, that I feel like that would be slightly distracting. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Whoever designed this building, shame on you. I mean, I'm okay with it. It was a long time ago. I, I love your space. I do, too. I love what you've done to I space. wish that that door was back by the sound booth instead of up front. Yes. If that, if that door, if someone handed me— But technically, me, it's more like an emergency exit, right? No, it is— it is the closest entrance to the parking lot. <clears throat> the front by the stage? The front by the stage. Oh, I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah, that's like where people, that's where the vast majority of people come in. And whoever designed where, the building just thought, yeah, this is where people should yeah, walk in. We have our like Harbor Kids sign in stuff up there. During, right there? Yeah. They don't Sunday. sign in over here? They, well, because our kids start don't start in in kids oh. church. Our kids worship with their family. You do the children's moment yeah. and you sit down with the kids no, and you but we, we read did, the Bible story. We do. We want them used to singing. If their parents want them to take communion, we want them to take communion. You so guys do communion at the beginning of service? We do communion at after the second song. Oh. So we do welcome announcements called worship, and we have We've one We've not of, talked through that before. Uh-huh. We, we are uh, post-sermon communioners. We do our— So a, a 
first Sunday of the month service flow is welcome announcements called worship. Laura says it's also the door that's compatible to walkers, yes. canes, wheelchairs. That yeah. makes yep. sense because of the steps out there. Yeah. yeah. And so again, like if had the parking lot been sure. sloped just a little bit, and maybe that's part of it is because they needed the parking lot to slope yeah. however many inches or feet. So that's why it made sense. But I feel like that door could have just been pushed to the 80% of the way towards the back of the room, but oh well. Oh, it's... I'm never going to lose any sleep over it. Nope. But... Will you lose any sleep set... I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly where you were about I had to an idea, and I had a thought, and I thought, maybe it's just too fresh. Laura, it's a, it's a funny thing that I'm going to text you about as soon as we're done here, because you'll get a real kick out of it. Ronald um, says, hey, we do post-communion for the... Hey, maybe someone just became a Christian during the service, and this is this could be their first time reason. I I get that. We do... Pre-service communion, so or pre-sermon sermon, communion, yes, um, precisely because it's kind of built into the worship element. <clears throat> if you were and, starting and now, hearing a sermon is worship as well. But we we don't dismiss our kids until after communion. So, like our kids were in there yesterday when we welcomed the new members. So that awkwardness they all saw, and so welcome announcements called worship. Two songs, either pastoral prayer. Now, is this is this been the tradition? Like, this is how you guys have historically done this, or when I, you came here, did you kind of change uh, we, we've that up a little bit? Some things, um, like during we we changed the format a little bit when we first started to regather post COVID. But right, but so if that, you were if you were to say communion has, I think, traditionally always been if you were to I don't know pre sermon. Leave a church in the area, start a brand new church at, like a, community at a community center up the road, yeah. and you could kind of reorg everything. Is that how you would do it there too? Um, I I like it. I think it's a centering moment, if you will, before the sermon. Steve's wondering. This is this is a good safety question that I'd had too. How does kids check in work when you dismiss kids mid service? They're escorted out by several adults. So like we have, so they've already been checked in. They've already been checked in. They've been signed in yeah. and stuff, and then. We have some adults who will just like miss the first verse and a half of. Do the, they walk outside yeah. the building? Yeah. Okay. Because the doors to the fellowship hall are right there, and the, those doors that we were talking about that are out. And there's to been the no safety lot. concerns. No. no people roaming the parking lot. No, we have a really good relationship with the Pinellas County Sheriff's deputies that are here in Safety Harbor, and once a month they are like in the parking lot just to be there. <laughs> what, Ronald? That's that is weird, huh? Weird how that happens. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's our flow of service. Andrew, we had a fun weekend. I've talked about this on the show before because this is our third annual. We have now done this three times in a row. Jeff says, <laughs> "Is there is the delayed children dismissal a crutch to allow for shorter sermons?" No, because then the kids only have mm. the sermon plus one or you know plus two songs. So it's actually for kids programming. It's helpful for kids ministry workers because they're Cause they're in their less only having to corral children for, for forty minutes instead of an hour and five minutes or whatever. And uh, being married to the children's person was the crutch to make sh- sermon shorter. It was a hey. Smart. Uh, Smart. If you'd like to stay married, you will not preach more than thirty-two minutes. Speaking of shorter sermons, it was um, it was ten fifty-one yesterday, and our guest preacher was still preaching. That's. Did you know that our second service starts at eleven? That's an issue. Yeah. And you also know of the recent growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Issues we've been having at Lakeview. Now, but meaning first service is the bigger one. Was sort of still mm-hmm. is, but now they're about even. So okay. the parking lot got jammed yesterday i'm in the back doing this number and, and you know i don't know how you 
try to clue in the guest preacher like hey we gotta you're doing it and he killed it like it was a home run sermon and then i had to do the walk of shame he was still preaching i went to his slides he had 12 slides left and i just i just knew it so i I did the walk of shame with the wrist tap like like kind of like below the radar and he looks at me and he goes i know bro i'm so sorry like in the middle it was awesome you you need a whiteboard in the back of the room it was awesome right Oh man, he handled it well. Second service, he 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 trimmed like fifteen minutes off the sermon. Impressive to do he, that on the fly. He did a great job, but it was one of those moments. But it capped off an incredible weekend. We have our missionaries. We try to get almost all of them in town once a weekend every. I mean, we see them all one, throughout the year. One weekend, not once a week. Sorry, one weekend every year. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't be very good missionaries. They would not be doing their jobs, yeah. and we wouldn't be supporting them. We support quite a few missions, organizations, and missionaries. So we had representatives from the organizations as well as our missionaries that we support directly. We had a a fun dinner on Saturday where they present and we hear stories. And we had just a dynamite keynote speaker who works with ICM, Church Planning Network, who was previously with Samaritan's Purse because he was part of the Rwanda, mm-hmm. the, the civil war, all, all the, the genocide that took place. He survived that. And he, as a young pastor's kid, received a shoebox from OCC. Well, that's time to introduce your uh, Operation Christmas. There was shoeboxes. not a dry eye in the room. This guy, I mean, he was just a a masterful communicator. He had these long, dramatic pauses that you're like, Man, if I tried to do that in the sermon, my sermon would be probably 20 minutes longer. But it was just that good. The weekend was awesome. Great way for us to celebrate our missionaries, what God's doing, and a chance to pray over them. We had a giant map outside. Did you see the map, the pictures of the map? I did it was map. very, very cool. It took over our entire paved area outside, and you got to stand on specific countries and actually pray for them. Um, kind of a visual walking prayer guide. It was pretty cool. So it ended up being just a fun weekend. Missions dinner Saturday night. We had a guest preacher on Sunday morning. Love our missionaries. If you're not um, if you're not celebrating and hearing fun stories from your missionaries, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? I don't know. All kinds of other things. I, I guess it was a ton of fun. Can't wait to do it again. Well, Tim, we uh, started a new sermon series. Well, hang on, hang on. Um, Steve, we did not live stream the event because we have missionaries in remote places where the gospel is not welcome. So we weren't we were not able to live stream that. But I could I could send you a link to this guy's story. It's it's very, very cool. Where did you get the map like that? I'll let you know. Our mission outreach team who puts on this event, they they tracked this thing down. It was the coolest thing ever. I'll I'll put you in touch with someone who can let you know where to get that map. We uh, started a new sermon series yesterday in the book of Habakkuk, which is, you know, probably not a book that people visit too, too often. Just read it yesterday. And uh, this morning, actually, yeah, it was it was in my like, it was in my reading plan this reading morning. Plan. And so as you you do all of Habakkuk in one fell swoop, I was going to say, as you can imagine. Yep. And as I said, you know, this is something that's meant to be read at once, but yep. I'm not going to preach for two hours. So we're going to split this into four it's weeks, not that long but a book. it's uh, it's three chapters, but we're the the Third chapter is a little bit longer, so that's going to be two separate sermons. But uh, Tim, the the theme of the book, if you will, is uh, the the physical destruction of Israel. 
<laughs> the timing. The timing was, uh, <sighs> you know, that's, uh, yeah. And it's been on the calendar hmm. for, for months that we were starting this series. And uh, that's, yeah. yeah. Wow. And, you know, wow. you, you open any social media platform yesterday and evangelicals with uh, not really good exegetical skills are applying it's... passages like Habakkuk chapter one to what's happening. And, you know, a, yeah. a nation more wicked than this one is going to be used by God to destroy this one. And yeah, it was, uh, the you know, hey, everybody. This is not an end times uh, prophecy passage that we're dealing with. This was a real event that happened uh, 2,600 years ago. I mean, 2,500-ish years ago. Um, 2,511-ish years ago. Wow. But hang on, 576. Someone, someone did his research. I, was, I got the 722 and 576, but still, you know what I'm saying. Like this is it, But it was uh, of all of the times to start a sermon series on, the, on a book that covers— uh, that was really well turned you know, out. Persian invaders destroying. Now it was the nation of Judah more so than the nation of Israel, but the the land. You know, it was awkward, and I had to make several uh, pauses. Like this is not about now. This is this is a real event that happened in real time. Also, it doesn't help that the word that you just read multiple times today. I'm guessing you read it six times this morning. The word violence in Habakkuk is a fairly unique word. That I had in my notes to talk about how the translation of, uh, or you know, the transliteration mm. is Hamas for that violence that is uh, described That's in Habakkuk. What, okay, and that uh, makes a lot and of sense. then I was like, nope, not going there. Wow, not going there. Wow. So that's uh, it's a fun morning to start. You know, after World War Three breaks out, probably not World War Three, but after more. The, this a, the, after more ethnic Jews were killed in a sing, the most ethnic Jews killed in a single day since the Holocaust, and that's the passage that we're in. It was a brutal social media weekend, and I, I, I don't know. Like I'm just, I thought I would be desensitized to that type of violence because of what we've seen mm -hmm. in movies and TV shows, but like seeing that stuff in real life, you are not prepared for that. No. That was, yeah. I saw. Like I don't know if I can get back I, on. You know, we, we talk about X, formerly known as Twitter, movies and TV. And there was the clip going around of the guy with the rocket launcher on like a uh, like a hang glider. And I'm thinking, is this one of my kids plays Fortnite is about this a, 17 a hours a day from Fortnite? And that's I mean, do is the one informing the other? I don't know. It was it was <sighs> unpleasant. I don't want to ever have to look at images like that. Yeah. But I also uh, don't want to have to change what we're preaching on. 12 hours before, which I, I you didn't can't do that. No, it was a, Hey, here's what we're doing. Here's why we're doing it. It's been on the calendar. However, don't read too much into this. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't plan this 15 hours ago. No, this, I wonder how many churches did like pivot. And do you, have you ever pivoted like that in the last second? No. Because of a cultural event? No, we haven't. I haven't. Yeah, we I as say, a I've we as a it, church have. I've, I've been a part of services. Yeah, I've been but a I, part of services. I I have. My not. brain doesn't work that way. I need to. I can address a cultural event. Yeah. Like during. Or hey, before. we're gonna pray for this yeah. thing. But I I don't think I'm changing the whole. You don't sermon. even change your sermon series for Christmas. You just <laughs> keep going. We are this year. Okay? I'm very proud. We of you. are. We're gonna go through Philippians. It's joy to the world. We're gonna be. You're gonna. 
talk we're going to be talking and singing, and it's going to be a very joyful what, season. You're talk about when the fullness of time had come. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. And we're kicking our Christmas series off. I've already got like the opening joke ready because it's the first Sunday of November. We're kicking our Christmas series off and I'm doing like the full Christmas graphics and everything. So it's going to an opening line is going to be like, all right, November is here. How many of you have your Christmas trees up? Just me. Okay. And so it's going to be a whole bit on how we love celebrating Christmas earlier and earlier. So in lieu of that, we're kicking our Christmas series off. I Have you ever started a Christmas series the first week of November? I think you could like go to Kohl's and buy one of those super polyester yeah. uh, suits. Don't steal my idea. If you kick your Christmas series off the first week of November, I'm going to be starting, so mad at we're you. We're starting Philippians in November, but for like Thanksgiving. It, and see, Philippians does work yeah. for both. Yeah, but we're not, we're not carrying that into Christmas. How are you doing it in four weeks? We're, we're not. You're doing overview. We're, yeah, we're not doing verse by verse. Okay. Because I like to trim it to seven weeks was like, oh my. Yeah, I get it. So I'm excited. We are going to be doing a Christmas specific series this year at Lakeview for the first time in a few years. <laughs> Ronald. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, why are you going to call out other, other pastors? Like haven't that? we had enough pastors calling out other pastors this week? Can Come we on. talk about that? Is it Okay. When is it appropriate to say, I don't like what that pastor said? I'm going to post about that pastor who. Who I've never met. I've never met. Who, and oh, by the way, I didn't actually listen to it. I don't like what I heard somebody I read, else said that he said. I read an article about someone who was said, there, who talked to someone who listened to the sermon, and he heard this soundbite, and this is why I hate that person, and you should too. And they're a heretic. When is that okay, never. and when is it not okay? No, never and always. Now, a member of my congregation comes to me and says, hey, I heard this. What are your thoughts? Am I going to have a conversation with them? Yes, that yes. is appropriate. I think my thoughts are going to be, did you listen to the whole thing in context? Okay, well, come back when you did. And and then, especially if this person is, hey, I, I've been reading this person's books for years. I'm a little confused as to what's going on. What's this messaging? Can we talk through this again? In, in a private conversation with a member of my church, I would love to have that conversation. Am I going to post about that publicly to either get the holy high fives from everybody that I know is on my team or just to start something that didn't need to be started? I don't know that that's wise of me to do. That's all I'm saying. Like, what uh, are you? It does not. I don't know. When, maybe, when I, I, maybe I'm off here. Maybe you, maybe we need to be calling out everyone who we disagree with. But only on publicly. specific sins that we disagree with. Well, of know? course, I wouldn't call them out on every sin. It's only you the know, sins that I don't like. It's only, only the things that I don't personally struggle with that I'm going to have a stance about, you know? Like, well, yeah. Like, you know, if he says something about gluttony, well, come on, he's just being a jerk because, yeah. But I, I'm i so over it. I I don't want to engage. I'm to the point, like, you talk about how you don't want to open your, I can't say X, you don't want to open your Twitter. I get X, it. formerly known as Twitter. That's yeah. What, that's what it's. There's the things that, that I typically use it for are uh, baseball. Can't yeah. do that Sports. right now. Sports. I can't engage with any baseball content without just breaking into tears. It's tough. Um, to, like, you know, news and world events. Yeah, that's depressing right now. And the broader Christian community. And there's a dumpster fire there, too. So I'm good. I'm just going to. My favorite thing in the world, and I'm just going to make a confession right now. When I see something divisive that I know was posted just to be divisive is I take a screenshot of it and I send it to Andrew just to get his thoughts just to because get me he fired up. He always has I'm, something and it depends on his spice level like how spicy is Andrew going to be today. It's like, you know, the Hulk was like that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. 
I'm always spicy, Tim. It depends it on is, who's the, getting the, called the, out. It's the, so good. The spice is always just under the surface. I'm always ready to be snarky and a little bit mean. And I have to like, you know, I have like the spray bottle that you have for your dog. Like, no, no, stay down. Like that's what I'm constantly doing in my brain to not be as snarky as I want to be. Jeff says the first but, rule of Pastors Fight Club is you don't talk about. We're sort of talking about Pastor yeah. Fight Club right now. I don't know if we're supposed to be talking about this. Yeah, I. We're we're kind of going there. I just want people to be nice. Steve says, "Good idea. I may have to start that Ooh, too." Also, let's only call out pastors who are at bigger, more successful churches than yours. Like, you know. Wow. <laughs> The why, spice level is is slowly rising. Why would I rising. ever confront a pastor who has less followers than me? That makes no sense. I'm just going to go after someone who maybe I can collect some of the fallout from. Yeah, I'm, I can't anymore. Are I'm you good. not a fan of starting social media wars? I am with Astros fans. <laughs> yeah, I can call them cheaters. Oh, man. Uh, I start them in my own Jaguars fan pages. Leading up to the Bills game, there was a plethora of Jags fans who were just just dogging the Jags. I screenshotted them and then shared them <laughs> after we. I I don't know if that was. I would right. say that's a different. You know, there are some things that we should fight over. By by this, I then all told men them to know please. That you're my disciples. Please if leave you, the if fan you page. Own one another. Leave the fan page. You are not a true fan. Is what I I. I I felt that was appropriate. I think that is. I think what you did was right, Tim. I was justified in my context. It made sense. Yeah. As long as you can be justified to yourself. Jesus never said anything about those that want to be justified to themselves, right? That's correct. I don't feel like that phrase was ever used by him. Not at all. Hmm. Timmy, I got nothing else. You got nothing else? Is there anything else I could say that would get you going? I've got to go find the last name of my new member. And... uh, (laughs) At least I know where he lives. That's better than some, right? We could walk over and visit we him. Could. We could. We, we should could. do a house call. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe together. We should. We've never done that a pastoral would, house call that together. That would be really confusing for, for lots of people over Why? There. That would make so much sense. You know? Did I tell you my, my eldest daughter is in the Best Buddies Club this year? Which I was, if you don't know Best Buddies, I was a Best Buddies a great club, club member. To be in. I loved the Best Buddies Club. I was in it in high school. Mm-hmm. She had her first meeting a week or two ago. Loved it. There you go. We could. We got a. We should do a, a a Camp Barnabas trip here coming up. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be awesome. Let's go. I, my wife would not be in her profession if it was not for Camp Barnabas. I know. So let's let's do it. Let's get some kids and uh, make it happen. Hey, Andrew and I are going to go make some pastoral house calls <laughs> together for the first time ever. We'll report back to you next week on how it goes. All right. Hey, carry on, everybody. We'll same bat time and channel and all that stuff. Hey, we can talk about how my family's been DVRing old episodes of Batman. It's pretty great. <laughs> same bat time, same bat channel. See you soon. We'll see you next week, everybody.